This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Talk by pro wrestling fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out, episode 362. I am one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. Also joined here today by not Dave the Rave because he's not here. <laughs> I am joined by Chris. You can follow him on Twitter at Chris Sween Dog. Chris, how are you doing? What's up, bro? What's up? So, uh, so anyway, good. yeah, thank you for uh, I'm back, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for the uh, three or four people that are excited to hear my voice. I am back on the podcast. Um, Dave has some real life issues to deal with. Nothing bad. You know, <laughs> whenever you say that, I think it's so funny. I know it's, it's like it, it sounds like like, oh, no, he has like something's wrong. No, you know, Dave is attending to real life. You know, we all have lives outside of professional wrestling besides Brandon. Um <laughs> Oh, wait, no, Brandon goes to concerts that are not wrestling concerts, so. Yeah, that's true. But anyway, thank you for having me back on, even though, you know, I'm the godfather of the show, and we're approaching seven years? Yes. Wow, seven years of marking out. Man, has, has, the, time fl- has the time flown. I remember still recording that first episode in my uh, first first apartment, right after Alberto Del Rio won the Royal Rumble. And what we're, a sad We're Rumble. in the official eighth year of marking out. Yeah, in the seventh year of marketout.com? Well, I mean, it's it's seven. It's the seven-year anniversary coming up, but, like, okay. there has been eight consecutive years of marking out. Yeah, and we haven't missed a show. <laughs> wow, yeah. look at that. Uh, anyway, speaking of marking out, though, you can follow us on all social platforms at marking out. Really only Facebook and Twitter because, you know, Brandon's not going to take selfies at every wrestling show he goes to. Sorry, folks. He's, he's got right. What would I post that on? Instagram? It, yeah, Instagram. I don't have ins- I don't have a smartphone. I know. <laughs> Brandon's uh I can't Instagram, bruh. Sorry, bruh. Uh anyway, so uh Facebook, Twitter, at Marking Out. Uh you can go to our website, markingout.com, where we have all of our past episodes on there. Uh so check us out. Uh we have shirts available, pro backslash marking out. So go buy uh one of our three shirts because uh that pretty much in- those three shirts encapsulate this entire podcast. We don't need seven hundred. We're not the young bucks, we're not gonna sling out new merch every single uh you know, time we uh change our gimmicks around. We're a three shirt gimmick. Yeah, and every uh, single I mean why well, I shouldn't say every single design. <laughs> There's a design on the website that's a knockoff, but uh, other than that, our marking out logo is completely ours. It's yep, original. It's not it's a knockoff ri- of WrestleMania. It's not a knockoff of the Bullet Club. Nope, it's not. You can actually uh, thank Nick Matosho for that uh, wonderful logo. Good yep. brother from uh, the beginning of the uh, the show. Uh, anyway, as Brandon said, my name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Sweendog. Um, follow Dave, even though he's not here, and wish him good luck on all of his testing. He'll never uh, see it. <laughs> yeah, well, I won't see mine either. Honestly, I have not touched my Instagram. I have not touched Twitter uh, since the middle of October. Have you and touched the butterscotch? 
<laughs> have you touched the butterscotch pudding? Oh my god! Um, I have to. I have to go on Facebook for work-related purposes um, because one of my jobs I work for they're very Facebook-heavy, so I have to kind of go over there and just kind of check things out, which is which is fine. But it's not like I'm going there scrolling to see, uh, you know, what Brandon had for lunch yesterday. I don't. I don't post that. That's oh, not sorry, like you'll never Brandon go. Barrel. Yeah, that's that. That was a record last year. And I, I don't think it's going to happen again this year, but fingers crossed. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Uh, but anyway, so back to Brandon. How was uh, how was your week? It was good. Pretty basic. Didn't yeah. have it. Didn't have any lattes or anything. But uh, that's yeah. I didn't really yeah. didn't do much. Yeah. But how was how was your week? Same. It was just work and. Where everybody in my house is getting over the flu. Oh, that sucks. Oh, uh, dude, it was it's starting off 2018 with a bang. It's like I I woke up and I had something, and then the next day, like my son had something, and then the next day, my wife had something, and then we had that snowstorm, and then I had to take both the kids to the doctor, and the doctor's like, "Yep, uh, your daughter has the flu, and uh, your son has something, but we just don't know what it is." So it's like this week it's like now finally getting back to, to the rhythm of everything with work and school and all the things that we had. So it was, I told myself January 1st, I'm like, listen, I'm not going to drink all of January and I'm going to make it till February. And tonight I'm like, I'm like, you know what? It's been a week. So I've got a, I've got a glass of uh, Rowan Creek bourbon here, which is delicious. So, um, yeah, do, I'm breaking. Do you taste, do you taste hints of peach? No, no peach, a little vanilla. Any any cobbler? No cobbler. No, <laughs> none, none, no brown sugar. Nothing to that nature. So, uh, but it's delicious. Um, I have uh, the holiday season has brought me a lot of bourbon to my house, which is not a bad thing. Everyone's just like here. Here's bourbon. No, honestly, that well, no. Um, my wife's best friend's fiance is a big bourbon connoisseur. So whenever he comes over, he brings a bottle of something new. Um, so. You know, we, me and him will drink, you know, a little bit and then we'll save it and I'll, you know, go back to it and revisit it. So, like, I'll have different bourbons for all over the place. Um, and we had a, we had a game night here over the holiday season. And one of my good friends, he brings me a handle of Maker's Mark. He's like, here, happy holidays. I'm like, I didn't get you anything for Christmas. He goes, doesn't matter. <laughs> happy holidays. I was like, I was really taken back. Like, I'm like, it was really nice. Now, what games do you play? So, we we're really big into this game. We have like a core group of like six. Is it six of us? Yeah, it's six of us. So, this, so no it, reindeer we, games. No reindeer games. Sorry, sorry, Blitzen. <laughs> uh, we have this board game. It's called Secret Hitler. Oh. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's it's really interesting. It's from the guys who made Cards Against Humanity. Right. So there's two teams. There's the liberals and the fascists. Mm-hmm. All the fascists know who each other is, and the liberals don't know who anybody is. So it's pretty much uh, that one person on the fascist side is Hitler. So the object of the game is for the liberals to figure out who Hitler is and take that person out. And the goal of the fascists is to get Hitler in charge and get him. Was it a board game, though, also? It's It's a board game. Yeah, I think you should invest in loaded questions. Dude, no, honestly, we play like we play three or four rounds of Secret Hitler, and then we go to Cards Against Humanity. And do, it's like, do you have to speak with like accents and stuff in Secret Hitler? Or? Our friend Mike 
and I've mentioned Mike on the podcast, major cliche, you know, he's got that food thing. He does this German accent for it, and me and, like, my wife are like, I can't, we can't play the game without him because he just makes the game. Well, what, what are the, like, what are the tasks you're given? You have to, like, so, like, you, let's say you get a chance, a president and a chancellor, and so the president elects a chancellor and then everybody else has to decide if they like the government, which is the president and the chancellor. So you have to vote yes or no. And so you have to like, <laughs> it's like, Oh, we all voted. Yes. The game's over. No. Well, like, yeah, I mean, no, you vote, vote yes, but then you have to enact like a fascist policy. You're given three cards and they're fascist policies or they're liberal policies. So then the chancellor has to essentially get rid of two cards and put one card over. So they could put over a fascist card or they could put over a liberal card. So then everybody – like let's say they put, over, put up a fascist card. They – everybody tables like, oh, this person might be a fascist. And then you have to be like, oh, you know, I wasn't given a choice. You know, I had three fascist cards. We had to burn all the fascist cards. You know, or I was given a choice. I have a liberal card and a fascist card and we get to flip a liberal card or we get to flip a flat fascist card. So it's, it's not like – it's not like, oh, do you – does your player have any facial hair? No. Not like that. Okay. Nothing like that. It's it's like deception, and it's like figuring out things while, as you go along and as the game develops. It's awesome. You know, it's like it's for new people. It takes like a round to get used to it, but once you get used to it, it's awesome. It's a lot of fun. We have a great time doing it. I was supposed to play tonight, which is why we were going to record the podcast earlier, but uh, the the gig got canceled. So. Mm. It is what it is. Yeah, but so, I think I think you should definitely try to uh, try to look up loaded questions. That's literally I, my favorite board game of all time. Yeah, yeah. Because it, when you start to like understand, like, oh, you you're like trying to deceive people. You can get like dirty with it and stuff. It's funny. Oh yeah, no, so. absolutely. Like we, like even with, like Cards Against Humanity too. Yeah, that's but, another fine game. But anyway, uh, this isn't a board game podcast. I mean, it this... could be. Definitely could be. I mean, it'd be great. I mean, I had a, I had a burning question on my mind since I've seen it at Christmas time. That sink that your daughter got. What about it? How does it have real water? You put okay. So if anybody, so I have two children. Anybody that listens to the podcast knows. And for Christmas, Walmart makes this like whole line of like kids like play stuff. Like she got a fake iron. She got. I'm like looking at. But the I'm iron at, doesn't actually become hot, right? No, it doesn't become hot. You press the button and it goes like. Pssst. With real steam, or that's just a sound effect? It's just a sound effect. Yeah. Um, she got an ironing board. She got like an ice cream set, and then she got a sink. But there's a motor inside the faucet. So you take the top part, you fill the basin with water, you put the top part on, and then you turn the motor on, and it just filters the water going through and whatnot. I was like, "Damn, kids' toys these days are getting." Yeah, and they're awesome. Sophisticated. No, they they're serious, like no joke. And she sits there, she'll sit there for like a half an hour and just play with this little sink and have the best time of her life. I was like, yeah. man, at your age, I played with dirt. <laughs> yeah, basically, but, yeah. But sometimes yeah. I like it snowed, so I go outside, I pick up the snow just to feel like a kid again. Amen. What a what a, <laughs> what a snowstorm that was, eh? Yeah. Did you guys but, uh, get hit with a lot of snow or no? Oh yeah, I got we got crushed over here. See, we but, had the the problem with us was just like the drifting. 
Oh, yeah, we had I had a lot of drifting on the side of my house. So when I was trying to unleash the red dragon upon the, the snow, it was like hitting some. That's what I call my snowblower is the red dragon. I thought, it, I thought Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly were. No, no. You, you ever see old school? I once, but I tend to not remember Will Ferrell movies. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, there's a lot. Will Ferrell's working on his car, and he goes, I took the restrictor plate off the red dragon to give it a little extra juice. But keep that down low, okay? It's not exactly street legal. So that's what my snowblower is called. It's the red dragon. So, um, yeah. And, I hit and I'm, I'm the blue dragon. And you're the blue dragon. <laughs> that's funny. Now what we need is a, a yellow dragon so we can make green and uh, orange. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I had a lot of, a lot of drifts. Um, the weird thing is that, you know, a week after, uh, you know, zero degrees it's now 50 degrees so yeah it's like it, i i i threw salt everywhere just to like it was like frozen everywhere which did you see that viral video that the guy goes out to work or like goes to go to his car and it just slides completely down his driveway i just my wife saw, showed me that today yeah it's like that's what it looked like here and i was like i i'll salt it and then i woke up and it was like not cold out yeah I know. I was. We had a, a big. We had a, a black ice in front of our our house, and I stepped out yesterday. I'm like, why am I going to assault this if it's going to be 50 degrees tomorrow? That's but, like I'm. I'm like. I'm just worried. Like my friends wants to want to uh, go to New York City on in February. Okay. For because it's Restaurant Week, and it's like I don't me- know if it's going to be like frozen out or snowy. Oh, oh man. I work in the food service industry. Restaurant week is heck. Yeah, it but really I, is. I'm the only for me the only worth it place in New York City for restaurant week are the Brazilian places. But aren't they sick already? Like, like sick isn't awesome. Like cool. Yeah, well, I mean, it's super expensive though. That's a thing. So, oh, if, yeah. like, if you go for there's one place that is uh, like a I mean, chain. That only does dinner during restaurant week, so that's forty two dollars for dinner as opposed to like sixty five. Okay. And then the other place that we were gonna go to for lunch is twenty nine as opposed to like thirty five or something, thirty six, forty ish. Okay. So that's not terrible, but now I just have to find other things to do in New York City. It's also Broadway week that's coming up, but okay. I don't think I'm gonna see any shows. I'm going to see a show in March. On Broadway? Dear, yeah, Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, I hear great things about it. So my wife got tickets for her birthday from uh, her parents. So you, Are you aware of what happens in that story? Nope. Don't well, know anything. Going in blind. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we'll... I, uh, I just want to go to... I was going to see John Lithgow on Broadway, but nobody wants to go. I wanted to see John Leguizamo on Broadway. Nobody wants to go. Yeah, I'll go to Parrot. No. No, John... John Leguizamo? That's, that's Gilbert Gottfried. Okay, sorry. I honestly, John Leguizamo is... was in... Um, he plays Sid in Ice Age. Uh, that's like okay. off the top of my head, the only role I yeah. could give you. He's on the, the Optimum commercials. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't... I don't... I don't why well, I don't know what I'm saying yeah when I don't really even have basic television. Oh. Yeah. Still living off of uh, Hulu and uh, Netflix and streaming services. It's pretty great. Yeah, but I want to, there's one thing that I want to do in New York City during Restaurant Week. It has nothing to do with Restaurant Week, but I just found out that the New York Public Library has the original, like, Winnie the Pooh 
and Tigger and Piglet and Kanga. Funko, Funko Pops? No, that the actual Christopher Robin owned. Really? Yeah. And wow. it's just on display there. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, I want to go see that. Yeah, absolutely. I think Put that's side by side thing. next to your Funko Pops. I don't, I, again, <laughs> it's not a thing. I have, what is it, six Funko Pops? I have eight now. No, I think it's just six. I have two riders. Um, red, green, blue, and black. Ranger. Yeah, six, yeah. That's it. Okay. And I had well, to get both Zack Riders because one says New York Comic Con and one says Fall Convention. You so, mark. Yeah, well, it wouldn't be awesome as always if I didn't, if I wasn't a mark, right? Yep, that's right. Good, good. You're feeling awesome as always. So let's. Uh, I think people are. Uh, well, me personally, let's get on some wrestling talk here because that's what this podcast is yeah, about. Let's just do some outside the ring news. Yeah, we got to. Okay, speaking of Funko Pops, Brandon, apparently uh, Nick Jackson said that uh, the uh, Young Bucks uh, Funko Pops will be in Hot Topic around July, so uh, mark a calendar for that. I'm, again, not going to get them, but I am very, I'm very prideful as a, as a pro wrestling fan over those, just as I am over the t-shirts. Like, I have absolutely nothing to do with them, obviously. <laughs> But like the T-shirts that they're being that are being sold in Hot Topic, right alongside WWE merchandise. You didn't buy anything from them yet. You didn't buy any Hot Topic shirts. No, Hot Topic shirts aren't going to fit me. Yeah, true. I'm not, I'm not a teenage boy. <laughs> I got a Bullet Club shirt because I feel like, like any like wrestling fan, like you have to own a Bullet Club shirt. Yeah, I don't think so. I want I. It, if if Bullet Club didn't have like a billion T-shirts and it was just like the one like like, like NWO, NWO yeah yeah exactly, but um I really I want like the the lion logo from New Japan but okay those are pretty cool yeah but I, I'm prideful because it's like pe- normal people like non wrestling fans go into these stores or like love Funko Pops and stuff and see them and they're like oh this looks like a cool t-shirt or something like that. And then they go and purchase it and it's like, Oh, I'm wearing a wrestling t-shirt. I don't even know who they are, but it's cool that they got into these stores with just basically themselves. You know, we call them a poser if they're wearing a shirt and they don't know who they are. Yeah. That's like everybody, all these young kids walk around these days wearing a thrasher. t-shirt. Yeah. What's that about? Or a uh, thrasher um, sweatshirt and stuff. And I I saw that was a skateboard like magazine. Yeah, my dad's girlfriend's daughter was wearing a sweatshirt that said Thrasher. I'm like, that logo looks super familiar. Yeah, she's she, I don't know how old she is. She's gonna be like 12 or 13 or something. And I'm like, is that like Thrasher as in the skateboarding magazine or company? And she goes, yeah. And I'm like, what? Since when is that a thing again? And she goes, all my friends are wearing it. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, this is definition like... Poser. Yeah. Written all over it. Sorry, yeah. back in my day, I wore like, if I, like when I was like 12 and I wore a band shirt that I didn't even know, man, I got ripped apart. Hey, name five songs by him. Oh, yeah, you're a poser. Yeah, now, I just, I like, literally, I wore wrestling shirts up until high school when I, they stopped fitting me. Yeah. <laughs> and I just wore Adidas shirts, and people started to call me Adidas. But but whatever, that's what I 
I have been wearing the same thing since I was in high school. Blue jeans and some sort of band t-shirt. And it's usually right now. Oh, I'm wearing a beer shirt right now. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I wore alcohol shirts when I was in high school too. Cause I worked at a bar and I got free Jägermeister stuff. So it was awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's so, like I stuck I stuck to Adidas and everyone's like, Why do you always wear Adidas? And it's like that's the only I mean, that's what's comfortable. I don't And you're like, Shut up, Dave. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't I don't know what else to wear. Like I'm good with this. I don't need much. And it wasn't until two thousand eleven or twelve when John Cena came out with that Rise Above Hate shirt. Yeah. And Zack Ryder had the first, like the big face shirt. Oh no! Not not no, the I, not the original one that had like his actual image on it. Yeah, I have that shirt. Yeah, the the first one that wasn't like that was just the design. It had the "Are you serious, bro?" or whatever on the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or also had "Take care, spike your hair" at one point. So that was until then. Like those were my first two, like wrestling shirts in like my adult life. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and now it's like only wrestling shirts and the occasional Disney shirt. And the occasional Mark and Out shirt, even though there's I have a to, lot of Mark and Out shirts. I have to stop buying t-shirts. Yeah, I have a lot of t-shirts, but I like, like I like new ones, and I like to cycle them. And like, I go through my closet and I go, okay, which ones am I, shirts am I not going to wear anymore? So like, I have I I have like all of my baseball shirts, I have all my wrestling shirts, I have one band shirts, I have all of my random shirts, like. I have a Cookie Monster shirt, and he's dressed up with a scarf and a hat and glasses, and it's just Chipster. It's pretty good. Where do you like? like was that like a decision? Like you were like, I'm gonna get this. Oh yeah, absolutely. I was at Sesame. <laughs> I was at Sesame Place. I was like, this is a great oh, shirt. You got it from Sesame Place, though. That's a, oh hell yeah. Yeah, that's another story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and it's like you know, alcohol shirts and stuff like that. So. Yeah, like I try to buy shirts that like I want like. The first, it sounds so stupid saying this, but I want like the first time I wear it to be special. <laughs> I, listen, I'm a big, I'm a huge t-shirt mark, so I understand. I understand that completely. Like I have shirts that I have specifically for holidays. Like I have the same leprechaun tuxedo t-shirt that I wear every year. And like, like let's say I'm going out and like I bought that, you know, that Sammy Callahan shirt that came out that said hate people love dogs and it's him holding his dog and he looks like an idiot no oh anyway go on processing tees look it up it's a great shirt like we had people over one night for a game night i'm like i have to wear this shirt because it's a you know we're having a game night and people are like oh hey what's that shirt all about oh it's like <laughs> oh it's sammy callahan the callahan death machine you know yeah i have like shirts that like i have a ghostbusters a glow-in-the-dark ghostbusters shirt that i have not worn and i it's probably like three years old at this point but like i just haven't had the, like the right time oh to, yeah to wear it i have wrestling it's... shirts like i just first now like recently wore my jushin liger shirt and that really? was from takeover takeover Brooklyn. yeah the first wow. one in 2015 yeah so it's like and then i just got a bunch of brand new disney shirts because i plan on going back there and you can never repeat an outfit <laughs> No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I mean, I, I like to look different than. I yeah. Mean, if I I have a beard, so it looks, it just looks like the same picture almost. Shaving the thing? What are you I, gonna do? I'm not. I I was gonna shave it after five years. Now it just this past week is was seven years. 
Yeah, it was. And I don't know what to do. And if I if I didn't have like, I mean, both of my brothers are getting married. So I I mean I don't know when my older brother is, but my younger brother I'm definitely like gonna be in a lot of pictures for. Yeah. So I feel weird like if I shave it, then I what if I look bad? Without my, my hair, beard. My hair for my wedding was atrocious. I was looking at those pictures like, damn. I just like, found out that their wedding is outside, same place as yours. And oh, I'm, it's Sandcastle? Yeah, and I'm super worried because, like, if it's windy or if it's hot, obviously all the focus is on the bride and groom. But, like, in my head, it's like. There's going to be sweaty Brandon right over there. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to be, like, sweating. I don't want to, like, my hair is going to be blowing everywhere. Like I can't, like I don't know, man. <laughs> or if anything, just like let's just just give the uh, camera guy twenty bucks. Be like, listen, if you're gonna do any tights on me while the wind's blowing, just do it in slow motion, like John Morrison, please. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it now listen. It's like, should I like? Do I wear my hair down for a wedding? I'd probably get yelled at. Low ponytail. But like, I don't even know. Like, my hair doesn't stay in the ponytail. Or do you windy. like? The- or you like do the top as a ponytail and let the like the bottom part flow <laughs> like Shawn Michaels? Yeah. My my hair doesn't do that. It's not straight. It's it's just it's well, super curly. Well, I think you're gonna have to go like with all the bridesmaids to the uh, salon that morning. Yeah, they asked me. Get your if hair I, done. They asked me if I wanna go to the salon, but <laughs> it's a joke. They didn't ask me that. But honestly, like, should I go to the salon? I don't know. Listen, fans, comment on. The website, markingout.com. Should Brandon go to the salon for his brother's weddings? It's like, am, I right? gonna, am I gonna look like Beast from Beauty and the Beast? Which, <laughs> by the way, dude, I saw the I saw like the new movie with Emma Watson. Okay. Um, I still I'm so disappointed with the with her singing. But okay. um there's one scene in it where they're like dressing Beast up and like they powder his face so it's like a little it's like a little white, but it also like they gave him like I don't know, is it blush, red cheeks? Yeah, and then it looked just like you. I was like, what? <laughs> it literally it looked just like me. I was like, this is insane. I I, I didn't screen cap it yet, but I was. That's good. That's gonna be the picture of the week this week. <laughs> is your face on Beast from Beauty and the Beast? I was like, this is insane. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, so. 17 more minutes. I don't even remember how we got to speaking about that. We were going to start talking about Outside the Ring stuff. Yeah. And was, then was, we started talking about Funko Pops. Oh, right. Yes. To, you, and you, then we started talking about Hot Topics yes, and right. T-shirts and then Disney <laughs> and then going back to Disney and then your brother and then the same – and then weddings and then my wedding and the place I got married and then your hair, Shawn Michaels, com. what hair should Brandon wear his hair for the wedding, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, so that naturally just leads right into Samoa Joe. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> he is getting, or he is now cast in a Transformers animated series. Um, so that's pretty cool. Mark Hamill's in that, as well as Ron yeah. Perlman. Ron Perlman, refresh my memory with him. Oh, you're going to put me on the spot. White. Is that not... Uh, white dude? Did you say white dude? Yeah, right? <laughs> like... Yeah, Older. isn't isn't Ron Perlman? Um, oh, what is the the he's like the devil, Hellboy, or is that somebody yes. else? That is no, him, I, right? I think you're right. And is he also? Um, 
Oh, what is he? Is he not in? Uh, is yep. I it was exactly who I was thinking of. I just, I just, I just used the old Google machine. Yeah, yeah. He was in Sons of Anarchy. He was in Hellboy. You're right. Hellboy Two, Fantastic Beast, Blade Two. Yep, exactly who I was thinking of. Yeah. Cool. It, honestly, no. oh man, that just hit me. I think there's a, is it a Titantron live Big Show figure that I'm just like picturing in my head that looks just like Ron Perlman. I think. That's weird. Really? I I mean, not just like, but like, that's what I picture in my head for some reason. But okay. uh, Samoa Joe is not the only one lending his voice to a cartoon that's upcoming. John Cena is cast in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoons for Nickelodeon. Yeah, apparently he's got some something big going on with Nickelodeon. Not only is he going to be lending his voice to a Nickelodeon show, he's going to be hosting the Kids' Choice Awards, yeah, and then he's, he's, gonna do he's it. the executive producer of a show called, I think it's Let's Keep It Clean or something, which they say is like Family Double Dare. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I mean, I'm excited to... to, to I, I think... What I read was his character on Ninja Turtles is going to be like some sort of ancillary character. He's a heel, right? Oh, man. He could finally live out his heel dreams. I think. I think he's a a big bad guy. All right. Hey, listen. Fine by me. I will will tune into it because I'm a big Ninja Ninja Turtles fan. But have you watched like the – I don't understand. Is it – it's going to be an animated one? It's not going to be like the ones that they have now? I think it might be the same thing as the ones they have now. Those ones are really good. I haven't checked I it like, out. I watched like the first two seasons of it, and I was like, I was a big fan. I was a big uh, proprietor of it. So, I'll we'll see where it goes, you know. But it looks like John Cena's slowly, but you know, as much as he, you know, he's going to be in the Royal Rumble, but he's making his way to Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, he already. I mean, he's the the elephant on the pistachio commercial. Yeah, and he's also had that movie Ferdinand that's on my uh, Zevia cans where I get five bucks off to uh, go see it. I, I really – I want to see it. I, I'm actually shocked that Disney let let, let that slip through their, their like, kingdom. The cracks? Yeah, because yeah. I think they had it originally like okay. back in like the 20s maybe or 30s it's, if that even makes sense. The 20s or 30s? Yeah, and then – because it's like the famous like children's story. Yeah, okay. So, but then I guess they they dropped it or they didn't make it into this film. All right, interesting. And when I saw Jumanji, it was how, how Juma- was it? I liked it. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I'm excited to see Rampage. I because don't know if I'm excited for that. I'm not like a big like action. Well, movie I used guy. to play the video. I game. mean, I played the video game too. No, the video game, which I'm. I was excited for when he said he's making a Rampage movie. I'm like, I want to see how this is going to translate to the big screen. Yeah. So, the, I mean, the trailer was great. He goes, now we need a giant crocodile. And they show it. I'm just like, okay, so let's do it. Yeah. But, I just want to see it. All I just want to see is just just a giant wolf on a... On a, on a building? A building just fisting it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so, but yeah, so... I saw Jumanji, and then the theater right next door was Ferdinand. So it was like The Rock and John Cena, theater to theater. You're like, oh my god, it's WrestleMania 28 all over again. Yeah, I was like, yo, I saw that at two WrestleManias. Yeah, that's right, you did. And I saw them tag up at Survivor Series. Yeah, you went to Survivor Series. The very last pay-per-view at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, like, what's up with that? I don't know. 
<laughs> Disappointing. Speaking of uh, what's up with that, do you see the the, the stuff that Hurricane Helms is uh, getting himself into with that uh, former adult film star? Yeah, I don't know. He keeps just like, I don't know, and he like took a dig at the company too for bringing her in. But I don't well, think they're bringing her in. I think it was just like Thunder Rosa just invited her to the... Yeah, I think it's like Thunder Rosa invited her, but before that, she was just like digging on professional wrestlers. Like, it's fake. She was like one of those typical people that don't watch professional wrestling. Yeah. You know, but I, you know, bravo to her, Kane. was like, listen, we're both in the same boat here. We get banged around a lot, and assuming she has as well. So I thought that was a bam roasted on, uh, on Hurricane. Yeah. So. But uh, on hey, her from hurricane. Yeah. To her from hurricane. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I wish people would have a, more of an open mind when it came I to mean, pro- professional wrestling. But that's, that's what we're going to deal with. That's, that's any niche audience. It's like the people that watch figure skating. Oh, this is yeah. That I don't get. (laughs) I was watching it the other day. I was like, I don't understand what I'm watching. This guy's just ice skating. Yeah. Right. Hey, the Olympics coming up soon. And that's another thing I don't get. The Olympics. Yeah, I hate the Olympics. Everyone's like Olympics, 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 Olympics. I'm like, those people bullied me in school. I don't want the Olympics. I don't care about the Olympics. I just like I don't. I I don't know anyone that. Nobody bullied me that went to the Olympics, so. I just like uh, the, the song, the, the Olympic theme. It's fun. Yeah. What else we got uh, outside the ring? WWE is, has announced uh, they will be having virtual reality. Ooh. So I guess you stick your your glasses on and you could watch certain moments from professional wrestling in 2018 in in virtual reality. Really? Which that's another thing I don't get. I feel like it'll be like 3D glasses that like I I get dizzy when I watch things in 3D. You do? Yeah. So it's like I can't imagine like putting a virtual headset on and like moving around. Okay. And like everything moves with me. Oh my God! Hulk Hogan choked, body slam me. <laughs> yeah, right. Yo, that'd be like it'd be a cool ride if they had something like that, like a five D or four D ride or something. Yeah, I was at Best Buy today. Was I Best Buy today? Yeah, I was at Best Buy today, and there was a Star Wars virtual reality, one of those gimmicks where you put the glasses on. I was like, I sat there, I'm like, do I do this or do I buy a microphone? And it's like, like what is it like what is you when you put the the glasses on what do you see like does Darth Vader come out like I'm assuming so I don't so. I just don't it's like no I am your father and it's like what no! yeah like will you feel like you're falling I don't know I don't know either will you feel like your hand was chopped off will you be feeling like you're stuck in Metal. I don't know what he gets frozen in. I never I saw the film. Han Solo gets gets frozen in carbon carbonite. Carbonite. Okay? Yes. Okay. Yes, because he had a debt to Jabba the Hutt, and Jabba the Hutt got him. So let's not get started on Star Wars. Yeah. 
I love the new one, by the way. Just so, so everybody knows. I was just told I was told I should just go see the new one, and it'd be a great movie to start on. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not gonna see if I'm gonna first watch Star Wars. I'm not starting from eight. I'm gonna start I from mean, one because movies you belong in order. No, you don't have to start at one. You could start at like the middle of two. The middle of two. <laughs> yeah, because it's like yo. Yo, trust me on this. Just like fast forward an hour and press play. No, that's play. it. All you have to do is go to the part where Samuel L. Jackson just goes, "This party's over," and then you can start from there. You could skip through a bunch of stuff in three, you know, and then from three you have to watch Rogue One, and then you have to watch four, five, six. Yeah. So basically, I'm not gonna ever watch Star Wars. I mean, you should, but that's. I mean, I know, I know the pop culture references. As good as anybody else, yeah. Ish, yeah. I know what a porg is. I don't know what species or what what they function in in life are, but I met Chewbacca. That's hey, listen, about, they're that's great. All I need. Yeah, there you go. You met Chewbacca. You're like Chewbacca. Hey, we look alike, and he's just like. <laughs> yeah, like I know the sound. Yeah, I know go. that. I know the canteen. The. Brandon, you're you're set. Yeah, see, so I don't have to watch Star Wars. People stop telling me I need to watch Star Wars. No, you have to watch Star Wars. Uh, I don't think so. I think what I need to actually watch is Ms. and Mrs. coming to USA Network, a new reality right. show based on the Ms. and Maurice following them around. No, you don't have to watch that. In Total Divas style, in Total Bella's style, Ms. and Maurice now have their own spinoff. Yeah, apparently it's uh, following them as Maurice is pregnant. And following them becoming new parents. Yeah. So there's, there's a part of me as a parent that wants to watch this and just laugh at them. And be like, you noobs. But there's another part of me saying, no, I don't want to watch reality TV. Dude, you have to watch it because Miz now owns a castle. He owns a, a castle? I believe so. I mean, I just know the ha- the hashtag they used to do, Chateau Marmiz or whatever. Yeah. And now it's Castle Marmiz, I believe. Well, wasn't that in like the last season of I don't watch Total Divas? Didn't like she put their house in the market or something yeah, like that? Yeah, and I don't know what happened with that, but like now they just closed on a castle, I think, like an actual castle. I'm going to assume because it's Miz. Okay. So that would be cool to see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I'm not going to watch it. Maybe you but... should though. Maybe you'll pick up some new techniques. Techniques of what? I don't know, just cooking or... I can cook Miz under the table, brother. Maybe. 15 years in the in the restaurant business, brother, I've picked up a couple things. Maybe he knows how to headbang better than you. Oh, he does not know how to headbang better than me. <laughs> Maybe. He may know how to bump better than I do, but listen, when it comes to headbanging, I got that under wraps. Yeah, I, I, I get dizzy from that also. Yeah. I'm nauseous. I'm nauseous. Rocco's not in life. Yeah. Isn't that coming back? Mm, I don't think so. They announced Animaniacs is coming back. Oh, yeah. I am I think I saw that. they like, oh, watch this. Animaniacs on Hulu. I was like, ooh, maybe I should. Then I yeah. fell asleep. It's like, I don't have, no, I don't think it's like out yet, but like it's coming to Hulu. I think they ordered two seasons or something like that. Your like, homie, uh, your homie, they gave us the bumper. Yeah, Rob Paulson. Rob Paulson. That's and, right. And uh, Tress McNeil. Trace McNeil? Yeah, Tress McNeil, Dot, Dot Warner. 
Oh, really? Mom from Futurama. Mom. <laughs> yeah, so. All right, what else we got going on outside the ring? And then just last but not least, they announced the show date for the all-in show of Cody and the Young Bucks, also featuring Adam Page, Kenny Omega, Stephen Amell, and uh, I'm sure so many others, but it's going to be September 1st. Where do you think it's going to be? Uh, it's probably going to be Chicago. They're saying you have to, on like a future episode of Being the Elite. Yeah, that's when they'll, they'll announce They're going to announce it. So and then you know the sheets are going to pick that up because all the wrestling dirt sheets are a bunch of young buck marks. So. Yeah, so I have to assume it's going to be Chicago. I would, like, as much as I dislike their style of wrestling of the young bucks, I would 100% go to a show like this. I just go by Chicago. I love Chicago. Well, I mean, not. I'm not going to travel to Chicago. If it was in New oh. York City, I'm saying I would go to it. I think the I think the Mets are playing the Cubs. I think like two days before that. But I can't go to that because my son's birthday is the 29th of you August. Mean your son loves the Cubs. <laughs> I know he loves it. I'll take him. He told me today. He goes, Daddy, me and Maddie are going to go to Chicago. I'm like, No, you're not. <laughs> He goes, yeah, we're going to hang out with all the girls and boys there. I'm like, no, you're not. See, it's like, like, do they, you don't take them to wrestling yet, right? I was going to take my son to the house show at Nassau Coliseum, but it was a raw house show, and he would, he's a big fan of, as I've said on this podcast, he's a big fan of New Day, and he's a big fan of Brizongo, so I'd have to take him to. uh, Yeah, I don't understand that they announced more house shows and, and events and it's it's just raw yeah no smack he likes coming he here. likes brawn oh well yeah and they both like cash so now because it's theme music what do you guys watch nxt together yeah i put everything on, on the tv hmm. everything i have i have impact on pop Ron right now yeah. so yeah so yep so we'll that's see. all the outside the ring news right now you should uh Anchor us into break. Yeah, anchor us into break. Yeah, because, you know, this week we do have a music. What a train wreck this first part of the show was. I wouldn't say it was a train wreck. I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, we, we I know, covered you know. We covered Winnie the Pooh in Manhattan. We covered yeah. Winnie the Pooh shirts in, in Florida. We covered Funko Pops. Yeah, well, Winnie the Pooh Funko <laughs> Pops. Yeah, look at that. Oh, hey. Um... But yeah, no, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we have a musical interlude this week. Um, it comes from my friends uh, in the band Thracian. You can follow them uh, Facebook and Twitter at Thracian Metal. Uh, their Instagram is Thracian underscore official. Uh, they have a bunch of shows coming up in March at the Amityville Music Hall. Follow them on all their social media platforms for all the details on it. Uh, this song is called Deadweight off their last EP called Enya. Anya? Sorry, Anthony? Don't hate me. <laughs> what is the spelling? E. Oh, I forget. I don't have it pulled up in front of me. E N Y A? That's Enya. No, it's E N A. But anyway, so this song's called Deadweight by Thracian. Uh, it features uh, Damien from the band Transient on vocals as well. So check it out. Bang your heads. Because you know I bring the medal when it comes to Chris hosting on the show. And we're going to come back and talk about some sports entertainment here on Marking Out. I'm moving skin, I'm moving like this. 
SmackDown Market Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. That was Thracian with Deadweight. Uh, you can find them and all their music on uh, Thracian.bandcamp.com. I will phonetically spell it out for you. T-H-R-A-C-I-A-N.bandcamp.com. Uh, their newest EP, their latest EP is called Enna. E-N-A. There's a tilde over the E. Anthony, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. But anyway, you can follow them Facebook and Twitter at Thracian Metal. Uh, Instagram, Thracian underscore official. They have a bunch of shows coming up in March at the Amityville Music Hall. As I said, follow all their social media and check them out. That was definitely a, a Dave way of ending that. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Check I think, them uh, out. I think it was better than a Dave way. Yeah, because I know what I'm doing. No, Dave knows what he's doing, too. Dave, yeah. come home soon. Brandon knows what he's doing, too. Not really. Well, yes, he does. Listen, Brandon, <laughs> you know what Brandon's going to do? Cookie and Brandon, uh, whatever the next episode is. It's gonna Seven, come out just, which I started, hey. I started to write. No. It's not like... Six is the one that's still oh, in well, post-production. The, yeah. He's he's getting tweets ready for The Rock and Jimmy Fallon and dude. I guys. hate that part. I hate doing that. I feel so awkward doing that. I I really I feel so awkward doing that. But then like one time you tweeted to Roseanne Barr and she favorites it. <laughs> Does she watch it? Did she watch it? I have no idea. <laughs> she sat there in her kitchen. Dude, she could have. Like I have no well, idea. I gotta make this now. Yeah. Oh boy. All right, let's get on some sports entertainment talk, and let's talk about Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro, which kicks off with Roman Reigns coming out and uh, basically saying it's better than Samoa Joe. And he's like, you you mess with the wrong people. You mess with with Dean Ambrose. Who's on the shelf, uh, you know, on podcast talking about The Bachelor. You see that? I saw it through the grapevine. I didn't actually like hear the clip or anything, but it's interesting. Listen, if yeah. that's what hey, he wants man. to watch, that's what he can watch. Hey, this is his cup of tea. Yeah. Um, although, this, uh, although this week's episode of The Bachelor like really got like a lot of like, I was watching MLB Network and they were talking about it. I was like, really? What? Really? See, I just I don't, I don't understand shows like that because like, why was there never Fat Bachelor? <laughs> that's right that, <laughs> because I like there's never a plus size person on that show ever ever the only plus size person you're getting on a on a, te- on a television show like that is um is the weight loss one. Oh yeah biggest loser maybe a dress designing one say yes to the dress and it's like you know Robbie E was on say yes to the dress I don't I just know the title of Yes to the Dress, but I don't know. Yeah, Robbie E was on it with his, uh, you know, oh, with first, his, uh, with first his wife. wife. What do you mean, first wife? Isn't his first wife? Or no, maybe his he, only I don't wife. Think, don't allegedly. I remember it, but I don't think he got married to that girl, and now his first wife is the one that he has twins with, and you know, has the whatever the delete the dad bod thing and. Oh. And Christy Hemme just gave birth to quadruplets. Jesus, tap could you, dance. Could you imagine that? No, I can't. Two children is enough. 
and at least yours are spread out. What? Yours are spread out. They're all exactly. the same age. Dude, maybe I should send that. Maybe I should give that handle a baker's mark I got for Christmas to her. <laughs> it's like, yeah, here. I mean. All right. So back to Samoa Joe, Roman Reigns. Yeah. So Jason Jordan comes out, basically thinks he's a member of the Shield, which come on, he is. Shield 4.0, bro. A hundred percent. But uh, he goes for the Shield fist bump. Roman Reigns just completely blows him off. Doesn't do it. Seth Rollins comes out. Seth Rollins comes out. And uh, Jason Jordan was like, I, I think. Like, shield! Yeah. Basically, he's like, I'm 100% in the shield. We're definitely the best. Tax best. Let's go. We're, we're the best three-man team on the current roster. And they were cut off by the Baller Club. I love it. I'm a big fan of this. Finn Baller. Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Yep. And then they go face-to-face, and uh, Kurt Angle comes out and goes, main event, holla, holla, holla. Holla, 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 which, which then set up the main event. Uh, I enjoyed the main event. I was not going to go into the main event just yet. Hey, listen, we're talking about it. We're talking about the storyline. Let's just pop right over to it. Yeah, we'll talk so... about all the uh, everything else that happened within that two hours and 30 minutes. Uh which wasn't really that much, but... So the Baller Club picks up the victory over Jason Jordan and the Shield, otherwise known as Shield 4.0. Like and it. I'm a big fan of it. My accent, you know, thank you. No, <laughs> the accent, I, I could care less about but I like the you, fact you, you that the Baller Club went over on this. Yes, I like, like, first of all, it's phenomenal that we're seeing the Baller Club as a thing, as a three-man group in WWE, finally. Even more awesome that I thought for sure it was going to be like I, I was hoping it wasn't a one-time thing. Yeah, so did I. But um, I feel like they've been waiting to pull the trigger on it, and they're just like, "Yeah, hey." But it's like for yeah. for months they were just doing nothing with anyone. Yeah, it's like Balor would come out first Universal Champion, Balor would win in like a second, Balor would come out again first Universal Champion, and then the club would have a backstage segment. Nerds. Yeah. But I feel so, like do you feel when do you think the WWE is gonna pull the trigger on like a trios title? Because oh, I, I feel like that, I, I feel mean, like there's I enough feel, me, there's enough for that to happen. You know, let me finish my thing because I feel like that's the big thing. And this is something I was thinking about the other day. I feel like that's the big thing in professional wrestling now is trios. I think because you see that in ROH, you see that you have the Neverweight title in New Japan. Um Chikara kicked it off with the King of Trios tournament. So I feel like the WWE is finally jumping on that bandwagon when they had the New Day, um, you had the Balor Club, you had the Shield, you have who else? There's another trio. Absolution. Absolution. <laughs> Miz and the Miz Taraj, which Miz was involved is, yeah. in this segment. Yeah. But I feel like if WWE were to do that, it would end up being a WWE Network tournament. Okay. I'd be fine with it. Because it's not like they can't oversaturate their roster with. Yeah. Because then it's like, oh, we have tag team champions and we have trios tag team champions. Yeah. And you have New Day already defending those titles as as one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Freebird rules. Yeah. So, but Jason Jordan ends up distracting the referee. Uh, So the referee missed Roman Reigns tagging into the match. And uh, he made him get out of the ring. 
That led to Balor. Magic Killer led to a coup de gras, led to a one, two, three. Yeah. And then Miz and Miztourage came out of nowhere, blindsiding the shield. Take Which it, take earlier it in the night we saw the Miz make his uh, glorious, no pun intended, to SmackDown or anything like that. His glorious return to Raw, you know, cutting a great promo. You know, saying he brought prestige back to the Intercontinental title. He was the Intercontinental champion for, you know, 200-something days. And he wants his title back. Which, I mean, Rolling Stone, Superstar of the Year. Yeah. I, it's First of all, it was crazy that Miz was out for that long. It was like was two months. Long. It was like two yeah. months that he was gone. Filming the Marine Six and doing the USO tour in Afghanistan and stuff. So... But, uh, yeah, so they're another three-man group there. Yeah. I like the segment where, like, Bo and, and Axel were trying, like, oh, I got you this, I got you this, when, like, clearly they didn't, like, actually get them that. They were taking it off their own bodies. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, Miz, I guess, is right now going to probably go after Roman Reigns for the championship. The Intercontinental title, Oh, uh, yes. yeah, for the Inter... What did I say? The champ. I just yeah, said the championship. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the Intercontinental title is more important right now, which it should, because back in the, the 90s, that was the workhorse title. You had guys like Mr. Perfect. You guys had guys like Bret Hart holding that title and bringing a certain prestige to it. And now you could say that Miz being the workhorse that he is, is now you know taking that over. Whereas with Roman Reigns, too, he's kind of that same workhorse mentality. You know, they're really bringing that prestige back to that title, which I love. It was the very first championship to be defended and uh, not defended, but uh, exchanged on Monday Night Raw. That's right. Marty Jannetty defeated Shawn Michaels. God, Marty Jannetty. I used to love I used to love Marty Jannetty. Dude, he's cool. He was really cool. He was cool to hang out with. That was weird too, but 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 yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I would love. I mean, I would love to see maybe the Miz win it back, and then maybe somebody like a Kurt Hawkins break his yeah losing streak. We have against we have the first match announced for Raw twenty five, which is yeah. Roman Reigns versus Miz for the Intercontinental Championship. Where if Miz wins. He will become an eight-time champion. The only other person with more wins for that title is Chris Jericho at nine. Yeah, Chris Jericho at nine. It'll be, it'll be good. But going back to what I was saying before you abruptly cut me off, like Miz, Miz winning that, you know, then maybe having somebody like a Kurt Hawkins because I feel like people are starting, starting slowly but surely finally to get on the Hawkins bandwagon with this whole thing. Remember like when MVP had the losing streak? Oh, yeah, when... Yeah, and then yeah. he teamed with – was that leading to the team with Matt Hardy? No, he won – I think he won something. It was after the Matt Hardy thing. But, you know, you have a Hawkins – oh, he's like, oh, face anybody. Hawkins comes out, and then, like, maybe Roman Reigns costs him the Intercontinental title, and then that leads to something bigger. And, like, you have – you stick the title on Hawkins, and Hawkins has a nice problem with it because yeah, I feel like he deserves it. A hundred percent, yeah. hundred percent, you know, especially with a losing streak like this. Now it's like it's, I, I thought, like, what better way to break your streak? Dave hated my idea and then last week liked it, I guess. But what better way to break your streak than to team him with Asuka for the mixed match challenge? Like, have him be a fan-voted thing. You don't like it, I guess. I don't like it because I don't want him to get a win 
because via being teamed with somebody. I want Hurt Hawkins to win it when it means big. Because this is the way that they're building it right now. It's like they're going to build him to be something like big on the mid card roster. You know, yeah. So that's why I said Kurt Hawkins said, for Intercontinental Champion. Hashtag CH for IC. CH, the number four IC. Yeah. Anyway, but speaking of Kurt Hawkins, he was in action on Monday night against the uh, re-debuting uh, Matt Hardy. This time underneath the Woken gimmick. Yes. Sick music. Which I still wish it was obsolete. Oh yeah, I mean, well, they have the, they have, they can get the rights to it because it's a Jeff Hardy made song. That's what, like, dude, I, I said on Twitter, I'm pretty sure Jeff Hardy wrote the song and then Rebby made it into the ballad version, and she wrote back and said no. She wrote back to you? Yeah. Oh man, I didn't tag her or anything, but she, I guess she saw it and she wrote no, but like, I don't know. I mean, it is a Jeff Hardy song. And then she did turn it into what we know, I yeah. thought. That's my impression, at least. I don't know. Anyway, I, I like this music a lot. I think it fit it in the WWE spectrum. Yeah, and it has his uh, it has quotes from the new yeah. Matt Hardy. I think um, I thought it was fine. I yeah. just, again, would prefer, obviously. Yeah. But, but anyway, uh, yeah, solid so, match. Yeah, and then... Uh, Bray Wyatt came out and they had a laugh off. <laughs> you want to have a laugh off right now? <laughs> no, <let's not. laughs> Could next week's episode just be us having a laugh off? <laughs> it's like one, two, three, go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, god! But I, I, I think like they're building. I think they're built. Want to build to like a final deletion. With Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy. But for them to just have them laughing at each other the entire time, I want to see some physical altercation. Yeah, that got mixed reviews. Like, I didn't mind it, but, like, people either, I mean, didn't mind it or just completely flat out disliked it. Yeah. I um, I didn't mind it, but, again, we need physicality there. Yeah. It's like that's what I'm waiting for. Like Elias, he was on Monday Night Raw. He introduced Miz and the Miztourage. I thought maybe he was going to be like associated with them, but then he just like disappeared from that whole segment. So I, my fingers are still crossed that he's working at Barclays with uh, The Rock. Is the is The Rock confirmed? No, he's not. And I think if there was anyone who wasn't going to be confirmed, it would be The Rock for, like, the surprise factor, which I also thought Stone Cold would be, like, a surprise factor. But they confirmed, they, they confirmed Stone Cold. Yeah. I just have to hope that, like, people are, like, some legends will be at Barclays as opposed to just all at Manhattan Center. See, that's why I didn't get tickets. Because me, personally, I would have want, wanted to go to Manhattan Center. But, like, the tickets I, were ridiculous i would have liked to have gone to manhattan center i i really thought heavily about going two or three or four years ago when tna ran it when they did hardy's versus dudley's okay. but i didn't go then and uh yeah the t- you can't they, they still have tickets on sale for manhattan center and they're like 500 bucks each yep nope sorry it just I, that's you that's 
not possible. Yeah. But again, it's like a, what is it, like 2,000 seats? 1,000 seats? Yeah, I don't know what it is, but anyway. So. What else happened? But but hopefully The Rock is on at Barclays. Say. But uh, the first match, I believe, of the evening, we saw Bailey teaming up with Sasha Banks to defeat Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, uh, which yep. I kind of feel like, like the more and more we see of of Absolution, I kind of feel like they're not ready to be on TV yet. You have to hit your ebbs and your flows. Yeah, but like I feel like that whole match was just nothing but rest holds. Maybe it was, uh, you know. And then you, like, really, I don't understand. Again, absolution. They're like, oh, whatever. They're not dominant. Loss. Yeah. And they just rack I, I, up lo- losses. Well, Paige wasn't there as well, you know, as uh, it was informed to us. Uh, you know, Paige is off with a concussion. She was was she she was at ringside though no she was at ringside but she didn't have any sort of physical education with it right but it it's you know it's a learning process I like I, I every, saw I saw every, I saw Sonya team. Deville live and I thought she was good so it's like eventually I understand like it takes time it was like a deep voice though whatever <laughs> but it's Sorry, like with just... it's like with Nia Jax like she took so much time for me to like I, I she does not belong on the main roster does not belong and then she's like slowly but surely growing and it's just like Rusev too I hated Rusev when he debuted on the main roster and then he came out with Aiden English and you're just like no that, I mean that I started Rusev to like did. Rusev a little bit earlier than that it's just like when he debuted he didn't like facially sell anything yeah well, you know, it's there's things that you learn with developmental, and there's things that you learn on the main roster. So it's like when these people are brought up to the main roster, they're learning these. Again, I'm going to use the word get ebbs and flows of working a bigger crowd. You know yeah, what I mean? A, yeah, I mean that was a big thing for like Takeover, the first Brooklyn Takeover. It's like clearly yeah. the largest crowd that anyone will ever perform in front of is the from Brooklyn on yeah. for, for takeover. Oh, absolutely. So, but uh, speaking of physical, 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 get physical. Okay, Cedric Alexander defeated Enzo Amore via countout, so Enzo right. Enzo retained the. Cruiserweight Championship. A cruiserweight Championship match that should have been last week, but unfortunately Enzo had influenza or the flu. Yeah. Uh, Nia Jax's chicken noodle soup cured him up, and now they're ready to go. So but I wonder what she's going to bring to him this time because he's got a busted open eye. He's got a busted open eye and his ankle. And his ankle. Like... Yeah. I honestly thought that maybe he ruptured like his Achilles tendon or something in his ankle busted because the way that he was selling it, I was like, I didn't think I was like, there's no way this is real. Cedric dives out onto him and he instantly falls down, sells his ankle. Referee comes over. Referee's still just counting, not even caring at all. He's just counting. And then finally the ringside doctor comes over. I'm like, Oh, that's nice. He's checking on Enzo to see if his ankle, Oh, he's wiping the blood away from his face. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't, Didn't even check on his ankle. 
Yeah. I mean, so I my friend texted me, goes, "Yo, is this legit?" I'm like, "Yo, I'm not an insider." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, my honestly, I was me. like, honestly, I don't believe it's it's a real injury because the referee didn't check on him, and yeah. the ringside doctor, all he cared about was wiping the blood away. He would have thrown up the X. Yeah. But I feel like Enzo has gotten better in the ring recently. I thought so too. I think I definitely think this cruiserweight, him going to two hundred five live worked wonders. Yeah, no, it did, and I feel like it did a lot of things for the division as well. Because you have your upper, upper echelons with your Enzo Amores and the Zoe Trade and everything like that. Then you have your mid court guys with the Jack Gallagher's and the Grand Metalics and the Kalistos, and then whoever else is there. I think Grand Metalic and uh, Lindsay Dorado were definitely the uh, lower. Oh, where has Lindsay Dorado been? I have no idea. No clue. Training like people. Too many, Training too, people too, many, too many masked guys in uh, you know, 205 Live. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, I just don't get it. But uh, it seems like after uh, after that match, uh, Enzo Mori was pretty Gucci. Uh, he didn't want to show, uh, show his cards to uh, Nia Jax as she Yo, went yeah, to go check I'm up on him. Doing just fine. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? But, uh, yeah. Yeah, something else that we saw was uh, The Bar trying to get a, I guess, trying to get a rematch again for the titles. Yeah, and uh, they and did. Angle, Angle puts him in a surprise. Oh, yes, that's true. That they Angle put him in the uh, at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, it's going to be The Bar against uh, Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan for the, the uh, WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. Yeah, but he goes, you guys got to compete tonight. You guys got a surprise, a surprise opponents. It's like, yo, who could it be? Revival's been left off television for weeks now. Yeah, they, they come returned. back and then they they left off TV. And then it was Titus Worldwide, Apollo Cruz and Titus O'Neil, which was surprising. I wasn't expect, I wouldn't have expected them in a hundred years to see them there, and I hundred percent wouldn't have expected to see them win. Yeah, they did. They pulled that. Well. I mean, they pulled out the W, which will make you believe, hey, guess what? Maybe the bar can't beat <laughs> Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan if they can't even beat Titus, uh, Titus O'Neil and uh, Apollo Crews. Or Angle goes, oh, by the way, they're now in the match as well. Holla, holla, They're holla. not. Imagine. I mean, that's how wrestling works in WWE these days. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe, uh, I mean, I definitely like kind of probably boo the heck out of them. I, yeah, well, but maybe maybe things are on the up and up for them. Yeah, I, I mean, Titus O'Neil seems like he's a, an outstanding human being, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. and he follows us on Twitter because we're part of Titus Worldwide. I thought you would have done that with me, but... Hurrah, 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 hurrah. Yeah, something no? else taking place on Monday Night Raw was Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman coming out. Cutting a promo. Yep. Brock uh, Lesnar making one of his uh, the third, second of uh, 36 uh, appearances on Monday Night Raw this year. First, for, for it to be the second Monday Night Raw and he appears back-to-back, that's pretty big. Yeah, because he's they're trying to... You're not going to see Brock Lesnar after WrestleMania. Probably not. No, you're not. So they want to try to, you know, they want to try to milk the cow... As much as they can, and before uh, you know, before WrestleMania. But continue. He is booked for the Madison Square Garden house show. 
Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so Paul Heyman's just putting him over as like the most dominant champion, undefeatable, un- unbeatable, and uh, they they leave and Kane meets him up on the entrance ramp and attacks him. They take the brawl backstage and out of nowhere, Braun Strowman. The best. Completely just blindsides both of them, takes them out, throws the the giant equipment case at both of them. Each of them got an equipment case thrown at them. And then Braun Strowman goes, yo, dude, I'm going to do this. And he pulls out a grappling hook. A <laughs> grappling no hook. I loved it. I was like, uh, 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 effing grappling hook. He goes, no, I'm Batman. And throws I'm the grappling hook. First of all, I don't I don't even know how you how do you know how to use a grappling hook. How do you throw a grappling hook and not worry it it'll come back down and hit you in the face? <laughs> but he throws it up there, lands perfectly, it swings around itself and locks in, and then he pulls down that giant uh I don't even know what you would call it. Scaffolding. Yep, it was scaffolding. He pulls down scaffolding and it lands on Brock Lesnar and lands on Kane and crushes both of them. EMT is rushing. Oh my God, we have to look at Brock Lesnar. We pick him up. We put him in an ambulance. Brock, I'm coming with you to the hospital. I don't want to go to Paul. I don't want to go. You have to go, Brock. You have to go. And they just leave Kane there. They don't even check on Kane. Well, Kane is the, uh... yeah, Kane's Kane. Kane is the monster. Kane is the big red machine, but he's still human. Well, all I have to say is this. I feel like Braun Strowman should have won the title in Survivor Series. They should have given him a run until Raw Rumble. Given Raw Rumble, have Brock Lesnar beat him back, beat him for the title. And then you could do your, you know, apparently what is allegedly being said is it's going to be Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Have that build up. Yeah, I mean, Brock has been champion for almost a year. Yep, and how many times has he been on TV? Well, not almost a year, but like four more months it'll be a year. So, definitely the longest reigning universal champion. So he has that, that going for him. Yeah, because he's out on TV. Yeah, which sucks, but then we have, again, like you said earlier, the Intercontinental Championship that gets a chance to be built up. Yeah, I know, but still, I feel like they should have given Braun a a rub. You know, he hasn't done anything terrible. You know, he's essentially maybe. I mean, mean, he could, for all we know, win it at Royal Rumble. I don't think he is. He could, I mean, it's potential. So what's your main event going to be at WrestleMania? Is it going to be Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman? Cause, uh, or is it going to be Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar? Um, how do we book yeah. this? Well, there's. I think Raw has the Elimination Chamber. SmackDown had it last year? I think so. Okay. So it would be... I would assume somebody from SmackDown is winning the Universal... I mean the Raw Rumble. Raw Rumble? Nakamura, maybe? Nakamura versus AJ? I mean... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... It's ectoplasm, I swear. Yeah. Cooking with Brandon episode... 
Four. Four? Yeah. No. Five? Four. Yeah, five. Yeah. <laughs> episode five. The, I added that sound effects to the episode last week or two weeks ago because we were talking about ghosts. And, <laughs> and when I played it on my computer, I thought it was like so like low and underneath all the audio. I thought it was coming from downstairs, and I and I got scared, <laughs> and I forgot I put it in. I forgot I put it in the show, and as soon as that happened, I paused it and I I texted David. I was like, "Yo, you'll never believe this," and I and I thought it was so funny. What's going on, cousin Brandon? Because it's like all of a sudden I hear, and it's but it's like very faint. Yeah. Sounds like it's coming from behind me, so I'm like, oh, it's like downstairs, but why would that be happening right now? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I, I I booked it like this, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I booked this, brother. This is my show. All right, yeah. let's continue up there. Raw, so Brock Lesnar gets escorted to the hospital. Uh, Brock Strowman's the man. Samoa Joe picking up a victory over Rhino. So I guess like all these matches that Rhino is going to be having is to show Heath Slater how to be tough. Even though he can't get out of the bathroom. And, uh, on it. Which dude, that first of all, I, I would, <laughs> I don't think I, I, Fox News. yeah, but like, I don't think I would fit in a, in a, I mean, I'm probably fit, but like it's a tight squeeze in an airport bath in an air plane bathroom. So to be stuck, in an airplane bathroom, has to suck. Oh, I bet. You got the whole flight is like, oh, how you doing? Using the bathroom. Goodbye. Oh, hey, how you doing? I'm using the bathroom. Goodbye. And then Heath Slater's like, oh, hey, how you doing? I'm using the bathroom. Hello? Hello? <laughs> and he can't even get out after those 17 other people use the bathroom? No. Nope. But, yeah, so... uh Rhino got locked in the Coquina clutch and lost. So, yep, pretty, pretty quick. Bigger too. story coming. Bigger story coming from this too. Apparently, during this match, Samoa Joe injured himself, which was complete news to me. I yeah, don't, I don't even see where they would have injured himself. He ruptured his plantar fasciitis, which is the meaty part of the bottom of your foot. If you didn't know. Um, that's what WWE said. Allegedly. I have a theory. It's just a theory. Um, they had him in that fan vote for the mixed match challenge. It was him. It was Elias. It was Jason Jordan. Joe obviously was going to win with flying colors. Um, just not breaking this like they did with, uh, with that Evan Bourne, uh, Sankar. David goes, it's rigged. I was like, it can't be rigged. It's on Facebook. Yeah. But uh, maybe his comments caught up to him. Maybe the towel attendant comment caught up to him in in reference to his mixed match challenge partner saying, oh, wonderful, I'll have somebody to be my towel attendant now while I'm doing the man stuff. Just a theory. Yep. I'm not saying it's correct. I'm not saying it's true. Again, just a theory. Yep, uh, you're entitled to your theories. But maybe we'll see something with Rhino leading to some sort of ECW-like thing at the Royal Rumble there in Philadelphia. Yep, that would be great. Yeah, so 
something else that took place backstage, Alexa Bliss tried to get uh, Nia Jax on her side and tried to get Nia Jax against Asuka. And she was like, yeah, so I heard Asuka's kind of been like talking trash about you. And she goes, oh, what did she say? And she whispers it into her ear. She goes, oh, do you, do, do, you, uh, do you speak Japanese? And she goes, no. She goes, Asuka doesn't speak English, so I know you're lying. Meanwhile, earlier in the night, flashback to Miz finding out who his Mixed Match Challenge tag team partner is. Asuka's in that segment speaking English. It's so crazy. Come on, bro. How are you going to tell me she doesn't speak English when she's... You showed her earlier on, in, on, on Monday Night Raw speaking English. Yeah. I think that's stupid. But Nia Jax ended up attacking Asuka during an, during her entrance. She dropped her with the electric chair. So, that's that was Monday Night Raw. That was Monday Night Raw. I feel it's a good Monday Night Raw. Raw? Raw? Yeah. Like, whiskey, rum. You drink a vodka drink, you drink a whiskey drink. <laughs> you sing a song that reminds you of the good times. And then some of the bad times, too. Yep, absolutely. Let's get on SmackDown. Renee Young opened the show with a sit-down interview uh, with AJ Styles. And asked him about defending the championship in a handicap match at the Royal Rumble. And he goes, I was being sarcastic when I suggested it. But I'm going to own up to it. And now he's stuck in that mess. And Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens came out and said they're going to defeat AJ Styles at the Royal Rumble. And become the first ever co-WWE champion. Yep. Which I wouldn't mind seeing. I've been preaching for months that iconic should be the first ever women's champion yep co-women's champion xavier woods cut a promo on smackdown last week saying that new day if he were to win the u.s championship new day as a whole collective would be the united states champion yep i think it's i think it's something fun and and cool we it's not obviously we haven't seen something like that um I said last week Michelle McCool uh, and Layla were co-women's champions, but I don't think WWE like recognized it. No, I don't think so. But I would, I would appreciate co. I feel like they're gonna win it at Royal Rumble. I kind of don't think so, but I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind yeah. that at all. But because um, then, like, what does that do for WrestleMania? Yeah. I would, I would like to see AJ bring the title all the way to... Well, to as Canada. you said, Elimination Chamber is SmackDown, is correct? Raw. Is Monday Night Raw. Is Raw. So then you have your main event. is Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus, you know, AJ Styles for the title. You have AJ Styles with the title back. Yeah. Who knows? Although I don't see that being... I don't... It's Universal Championship for whatever reason over WWE Championship, it seems so... But uh, Daniel Bryan came out, or no, Shane McMahon came out and made a handicap match for the main event of SmackDown, that being Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and Shinsuke Nakamura versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Yep. Which, uh, if you want to jump in how we did Monday Night Raw, 
the team of AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Randy Orton picked up the victory. Why are you saying, do you want to jump in? I am jumping in. No, Come I on, said bro. if you want to jump in how you jumped in before, like, do you want to, like, just clump the segments together instead of going in? Yeah, order? no, I, I, I feel like that's how it should be. If you're going to talk about something, you want to progress to what it is. But, so yeah, I mean. It, I was going to say it started out as a, as a handicap match, a simple handicap tag match. Escalated into a handicap false count anywhere match when Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens tried to get out of there. And then Kevin Owens used the steel chair and Shane McMahon made it a no DQ match as well. So I, I enjoyed it. I think the stipulations were kind of predictable. Oh, absolutely. Because Shane but McMahon like, is on his power. You have to set that up going into Survivor Series. Royal Rumble, excuse me. Sorry. I mean, I'm yep. just like with with Shane McMahon on the power trip, though. I think it was just like obvious to do. Yeah. Um, I, again, I have no problem doing it. I mean, I have no problem with that, and I think it should be interesting to see what happens with Sami Zayn and and, and Kevin Owens. Yep. So, up next we had Becky Lynch defeating Ruby Riot. For whatever reason, Charlotte and Naomi needed full entrances just to be there for ringside. Yeah, hey, listen. No sense. And just like Monday Night Raw making less sense, is Ruby Riot losing? They yeah, these two I mean, dominant teams come in and they're like, oh, they're not going to be dominant. They're just going to be booked like everyone else. That doesn't make them special. Well, next week you got the uh, Riot Squad against Naomi, Charlotte, and Becky Lynch. Hopefully we get a uh, a W for the uh, Riot Squad. But as I said, as I said before, ebbs and flows, man. Yeah, you know, one team's gonna get the better of them. The other one's gonna get the other one. It's everyone's not the shield. Yeah, but like you brought them in like that. Yeah, you brought them in like that, but then you have to let everybody pay them back and get the upper hand. Speaking of uh, one sidedness. The Bludgeon Brothers picked up a victory over the Ascension in, like, a minute's time. Yep. Um, I had high hopes for the Ascension in this. Yep, well. It, it ended instantly. Well, wait, wait wait till War Machine comes in. You get War Machine versus uh, the Bludgeon Brothers. Which, like, I, I don't even know, like, are they waiting... For those contracts to clear, like if they were 100% signed and coming to WWE, are they going to put them against Bludgeon Brothers? Or are they bringing up uh, Authors of Pain to, to go against Bludgeon Brothers? I feel like they, I, you know, they have to bring up Authors of Pain, but it looks like Authors of Pain are good. As you saw, it's going to be the team of Authors of Pain versus against- the Street Profits. The Street Profits next week. Authors of Pain will definitely win. They'll go on to NXT Philadelphia. They're going to lose. And then maybe they'll get brought up to the main roster. And then maybe War Machine will take that spot. Okay, yeah. But who knows? But it was weird seeing that match with the Bludgeon Brothers like completely tearing apart the Ascension and not seeing Brizongo like, attempt to even run out to make a save. 
Oh yeah, they had a no. match. They had a match later on against Rusev and Aiden, and Aiden English. It's Rusev which honestly was another shocking victory. I wasn't expecting Brizango to pick up the win over there. Listen, Brizango has not done anything wrong within the past five months, and they've been getting the s end of the stick. So you have to give them a little bit. Yeah, and I like I. There's, that's what I complained about when they had like the four tag team championship match. There's four other tag teams that are just like completely unused in that title scene. That yeah. being, okay. that was Brizongo, Bludgeon Brothers, um, uh, Ascension, and then Epico and Primo. Yes. Who are nowhere to be found. Come to Puerto Rico. Come, I come think to one of them's injured. See them. No, they're they're wrestling house shows. Maybe they just have nothing for them. Yeah, which I'm saying, like you got four teams, use them now. Now they mix it up. Rizango gets a win here. Perhaps we'll see a, something bigger, just like Titus Worldwide. Yeah. Uh, something else taking place in relation to tag teams. Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable came out to uh, demand justice for their match last week against the Usos, where they won the World Tag Team Championships, and then a referee came out and they were like, no, this is an instant replay. And then Daniel Bryan came out and he goes, the referee's decision is final. And Chad Gable's like, but that's just it. The referee counted one, two, three and said that we won. And then another referee came out. Therefore, the referee's decision wasn't final. He wasn't even part of the match. No, he wasn't. And then he was like, what do we have to beat the Usos twice in one night? And Daniel Bryan goes, you know what? Absolutely. Two out of three falls match at the Royal Rumble for the Tag Team Championships. Perfectly fine. I'm looking forward to that because that's going to be a hell of a match. Yeah. it's uh, And let's hope that it's not a pre-show match. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely, so. definitely better not be a pre-show match. Although it's hard to see... I mean, there's got to be some match on the pre-show that's like, especially with the Zach, two, Zach Ryder versus Mojo Riley again. Come on. But like, especially with the two, which like, what even happens with them? Yeah. Like you have Mojo for the U.S. Tag, uh, U.S. title tournament. Mojo picks up the victory over Ryder, which like, I thought the match was good. I wish the outcome was different, but real realistically, I don't see. I feel like they like if Mojo lost, then it's just like completely like oh, he has nothing. Yeah, Ryder is like known for losing and building himself back up. Yeah, I mean, and he gets a new shirt too. Which like like he gets a new shirt, you you hundred percent would have figured like oh, maybe he's gonna be the next U.S. champion. Yeah, right. No, it's Jinder Mahal. At least in my yeah, you have. It's like your brackets are now Bobby Roode versus Mojo Rowley and Jinder Mahal versus Xavier Woods. You're not going to have Mojo Rowley go over Bobby Roode. So it's going to be Bobby Roode versus Jinder Mahal, and you're going to have Jinder Mahal win with some sort of help from the Singh brothers. Unless not, to... maybe this is maybe this is where he gets where he gets like uh, straight and clean. Who? Jinder. Maybe he wins it cleanly, and like this is like his like redo of the WWE Championship, where everything that they screwed up with that 
gets repurposed and repackaged and like, oh wow, this is actually a good title run. Hey, listen, I and him as a heel with the United States title being from India, and the some of the people that are WWE fans will be like, oh, he's not American, and oh, come on. But anyway, I mean, that's anyone. You could have somebody chanting USA, and they're both from Canada, so. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so it's like I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that at Royal Rumble. Just hear USA. They're both from Canada. They're both from Canada. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. what what happens? Maybe one day fingers are always crossed for a WWE Championship run for Zack Ryder. Hey, listen, he he, he deserves it. He yeah. deserves it. I, I was but, hoping his new T-shirt would be blue or purple. Yeah, it's not black. It's pretty uh, plain and simple looking. It's nine. It's nineteen ninety nine right now on uh, WWShop.com. Yeah. So, yeah. but that was SmackDown. SmackDown. Yeah. Sick um, NXT event this week from uh, the Atlanta Soundstage. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. Uh, I watched it. It was good. I saw like, Leo uh, Rush had a match. Leo Rush got crushed. Yes, by Lars. Lar- I, you know what? I feel like he would be somebody that would be an asset on the main roster. But like that, Although, again, like where do you... Yeah, it's like where? where do you put him? Yeah. But um, I honestly, like, and I've had conversations with Dave about this. I'm glad that Leo Rush got... Like this squash match, like he got he got his stuff in, but you know after that whole Emma debacle, you have to give him. Hey, listen, you're gonna go on TV. You're gonna get squashed right now. You're gonna get which uh, like he hasn't been on for weeks. No, he hasn't been on for months. Yes, you could say months. months. Yes, yeah, yeah. He attacked Velveteen Dream, and that was it. Yeah, Velveteen Dream's back though. Yeah, I was gonna say though he's also been off for quite some time. Was injured apparently he, got he injured. was injured. I didn't know that. I, I was I was told he was injured going into that match against Alistair Black. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, he was injured. That's why he's been off TV and that's why Johnny Gargano got that spot oh, against Cassius Ono. It was supposed to be Velveteen Dream versus Cassius Ono. Hmm. For the the four quarters match. And now Johnny Gargano's wife is apparently signed Candice LeRae. It's like finally. Yeah. She, she had to get her shirt sold in Hot Topic before getting a contract. Yeah, right. That that's what it is. Doesn't she have some like death match going up against uh, Joey Ryan at Bar Wrestling soon? I don't know, but I think uh, I think somebody said like, oh, perhaps that's why. Like that's going to be like her big send off. Yeah, well, that should be a big send off against Joey Ryan. Yeah, reverse the ball, the U uh, porn plex. And throw them into a bunch of Legos. Yeah. That's it. So that was SmackDown. That was Monday Night Raw. That was NXT. Uh, Where did we... Undisputed Era defended their tag titles against Aleister Black and Roderick Strong. Were successful because Adam Cole got involved. Yeah, so so do we throw it to Shameless Plugs? I think we should. Let's do it. Shameless Plugs. Shameless plugs. That's it. It's time for shameless plugs. I had to do that. Dave, rest in peace. 
kidding. No. Don't say that. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> Sorry, I see the David Ortiz when he hits a home run, he hits home base, and you yeah, know. you're like big poppy, but uh... I'm small poppy. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's a new year. You know, what's everybody's uh, goal going into the new year? New year, new me, all that. To join stuff. a gym and then don't don't go. join a gym. Join DDP Yoga. Uh, DDP Yoga is something that I have been. A strong proprietor for since 2011, I want to say. Uh, anyway, go to the website, ddpyoga.com. You could do the monthly pass where you get all the workouts, everything like that. Right now, they have a sale going on. It's 20% off all of your DVDs and apparel. Use the code New Year 18 and you can get a you know sweet shirt or a water bottle or a heart rate monitor, stuff like that. Check it out. DDPYoga.com. Uh, anyway, second shameless plug. We only got two this week because I know Dave usually has three. But it goes out to blue microphones because both me and Brandon are using said microphones right now. Yeah. Uh, you can follow them on Facebook at Blue Mic. Uh, their Twitter and Instagram is both blue microphones. I'm sitting here with a blue snowball ice right in front of my face. Brandon's got the blue Yeti. Um, and hey, listen, we're a podcast. We use microphones. <laughs> possibly, uh, you know, maybe use a sponsorship because uh, I think we've had one out of our entire uh, eight years, seven years of being in existence. So, yeah, blue microphones. Check them out. See, I, got, I, I saw mine on uh, – I, I wanted this microphone for years, and they kept, like, getting more and more colors released and i was like oh this this one's actually blue i like the look of it and uh they finally put it on sale for black friday i was like i have to get it and i just I, went to best buy today yeah and uh yeah so that's uh, that something anyway else shameless we, plugs. yeah shameless plugs but uh something else we forgot to mention before were the fact that the mix match challenge teams were all announced and it starts on tuesday it does start Facebook Watch, which I'm a fan of. I don't. I like. I'll, I'll have to watch it regardless. Which is one prowrestlingtees.com slash marking out. Yeah, you owe me a beer. I'll have to watch it on um, Facebook because that's the only way to watch it, I guess. But I just don't. I'm not a fan of that. But you have Alexa Bliss teaming up with Braun Strowman. You have Sasha Banks teaming up with Finn Balor. You have Nia Jax teaming up with Apollo Crews, who replaced Enzo because he was pulled from it due to an injury, which makes no sense because he wrestled on Raw. Yep. So I don't understand that. But you have Asuka teaming up with Miz, uh, Alicia Fox and Goldust, and then Bailey with Elias, which that's the team I wanted out of the, uh, once we knew the fan votedness of it. And then for SmackDown, you have Robert Roode. I don't know why I said Robert, but you have Bobby Roode and, and Charlotte Flair. You have Lana. He's on the chain, that's why. Yeah. You have Lana and Rusev. <laughs> you have Naomi and Jimmy, Natalia and Shinsuke Nakamura, which 100% wanted it to be Nakamura teaming up with Becky Lynch, but she's teaming up with Sami Zayn. See, and the Ginger Revolution. Yeah. And then uh, Carmella's teaming up with Big E. Who yeah, was another fan-voted one. Win the entire thing. Say that again? 
They're winning the entire thing, Biggie and Carmella. I don't know how you could defeat Asuka. How, what's what's her like? But you could defeat the Miz. Yeah, but that's still a loss for her team. Then you got to specifically say not had her shoulders to the mat. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a fan of that. That that'll be our third shameless plug. Missed the WWE Mixed Match Challenge, debuting exclusively on Facebook Watch on Tuesday, January 16th at 10 p.m. I don't know what's going to happen to 205 Live. Regardless, that's to ProWrestlingTees.com backslash. It's actually forward out. slash. Forward slash. Or what, uh, everyone, I don't know why everyone always says backslash. It's a forward slash. All right, whatever. Suck backslash it. is right around, uh, right above enter and return and right under delete. Delete! Delete! <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of Next. delete, Chris, you got a match of the week? Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. That's right. Chris's match of the week. I get a second segment. Um, I mentioned it earlier. Um, my wife's best friend's fiance comes over. We drink some brown liquor. It's a good time. Anyway. Any rubber uh, buns or no? What? <laughs> I said any rubber buns. No. Do you, no rubber rubber no. buns and liquor? No. Nope. Don't get it. What? Whatever. It's like every Bye. child always said it. Robber nope. Buns and Lanker. Nope. Don't know what you're talking about. Uh, anyway, match of the week this week is from SummerSlam 1994. Bull Nakano versus Lundra Blaze for the WWF women's title. Um, as I said, we were sitting around ha- drink, drinking. He's like, let's watch some old school wrestling. I said, let's watch SummerSlam 94. And we put that match on. And I was like, wow, this is... The women's revolution before it was the women's revolution or the evolution or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, great match. I highly suggest if you have the WWE Network for $9.99, for checking it out. Bull Nakano. And, and just the SummerSlam 94 was just awesome. Anyway, Brandon. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. So Kurt Angle on Monday Night Raw made a phone call and all we heard was him talking to somebody saying, I know you haven't wrestled in a while, but I think you would be perfect for the Women's Royal Rumble. Yep. I've, I would assume it's probably Beth Phoenix. It's who, Molly Holly. I, I think it's probably Beth Phoenix. I think Beth Phoenix and Karma are two that should 100% both be in it since they, I mean, made history in the male Royal Rumble. Now that there's a male and female Royal Rumble. Uh-huh. Obviously, China did as well. She's not here with us, unfortunately, to be in it. Rest um, in peace. But I really, I know Alundra Blaze, Medusa just had surgery, but I mm-hmm. really hope she's in it. And I would love to see Bull Nakano in it. She's in fantastic shape. And I, I really think it would be awesome to see them in it as well. Oh, absolutely. The hair? I, well, I don't think she would do that, but. Damn. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Never say never, but never say never. Yeah. All right. Yep. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I'm excited for that women's Royal Rumble. I feel like I'm more excited about that than I am the men's. It's like dude, just because because it's, it's never happened before. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. But it's like, will it open the show? That's I like don't know. where. Like, where do you place with like a match with two giant rumbles? Where do you place? Each match. I know. It's like, 
What do you put the WWE Championship match first? I mean, we've seen it go last. I always hate when that happens, but that I, shouldn't happen. I'm like a firm believer in like the Royal Rumble closing the show. Oh, amen. I agree with that. So we'll see. So we'll see. We'll see. I think uh, we're, we got one more uh, little thing here to talk about. It's our Brandon's got some shout outs. First shout out, uh, we spoke about it earlier on the show and uh, throughout the show is going to Hawkins and Ryder. I think it's cool that they both have uh, t-shirts on WWE Shop right now, current, new t-shirts in 2018. Uh, They're in the uh, middle of it. Kurt Hawkins' second ever t-shirt, I think. I think it's the first. No, he had the uh, Rob Schamberger art one. Ah, okay. Yeah. Which I would have purchased if they sold in my size, but WWE Shop likes to not do that with those cool-looking Rob Schamberger t-shirts. Next one goes to WWE Photoshoot. It's on the network. Have you checked it out? Nope. They have two episodes up, one with Miz, one with Cesaro, where they sit them in a dark room in a comfortable chair, and they show them pictures throughout their career, and then they talk about the moments that happened, and, and it's pretty cool because it spans more than just WWE for Cesaro, at least. So I would definitely check it out. WWE Photoshop, uh, photo shoot. I always want to say Photoshop when that happens. but uh, And then last up, I'm sure you've definitely heard about this. Uh, it's an anti-shout-up, by the way, going to Buffalo. It doesn't make sense. Buffalo Bills fans. Why? Recently, some videos surfaced of them uh, tailgating and doing the most dumbest things at games. The most dumbest things. Yeah, dude, like jumping through flaming tables. Have you seen any of those videos? I have. Do you think that's dumb or you're like... There was the Ultimate Warrior guy this week. So is that not the dumbest thing ever? No, it's pretty, it's pretty stupid, but, you know, they're Buffalo Bills fans. What do you expect? Because it's cold or because, like, no? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's but, like, where did anyway. they go wrong? Like, well, I don't understand. Listen, when you're in that grips of a – when you're in that much of a playoff, uh, you know, to, oh, I'm trying to think of the right word. Regardless, they're, they're in three? The, yeah. They're in the grips of a playoff uh, de- defection. They're they're in the they've, playoffs. They've been in the playoffs in like 17 years. Yeah. They, they'll do some desperate things. This year, hopefully they get to the playoffs. They got eliminated. I wanted them to go and beat the Patriots, but that probably wasn't going to happen. I um, don't even want – like the Super Bowl is stupid to me in general. I don't want a Super Bowl where the Patriots get far enough to be in the Super Bowl. They're going to be in the Super Bowl. I don't want merchandise that say Super Bowl champions, Patriots, anywhere. Yep, it's going to happen. Unless unless Mojo Rawley is tagging out and helping them win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, my God. Who's this on the field? It's Mojo Rawley. <laughs> it's like the security Bob, guard tries Bob to. Costas, Bob Costas, who's on everything, which I despise. Well, my eyes, my eyes are red from the Olympics still, but I think a fan just ran onto the field. He's getting hyped. 
He is get definitely getting hyped right now. Oh, look at oh, that. He's staying hyped. That's oh a that's God. a first uh first go at a Bob Costas impression. Yep. I don't, don't ever I don't think again. it's I don't think it's that t- terrible, Christopher. God, I Robin. But now it's time right. for our that is right our mark out moment of the week um they announced a bunch of legends for the uh 25th anniversary which they're calling it which is stoke cold steve austin it's it's not the 25th anniversary it's actually the 25 years of monday night raw because the 25th anniversary happens next year but right, listen uh, listen mark sit down and just let them do their thing nah, okay like that it just like it just pisses me off like i was for weeks telling wwe's twitter account that their countdown to raw 25 was off by a day their Royal Rumble countdown was perfectly fine, but then finally this week it went it went from fifteen days and then the next day was thirteen days. So finally something Relax. clicked. Relax. No, I know. Dude, I've, they I've... get dude, they get paid to do that. All you have to do is count. You can use your fingers. Don't let a math teacher tell you not to use your fingers. You could use your fingers. But yes, my, I don't want to figure out what to give you right now. My mark out moment of the week, the ring Pinky. finger. Oh, the, the pinky. pinky. And then you're going to give me the brain. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yes, it, it is Stone Cold Steve Austin that was announced to be at the Raw 25. So I hope he's at Xbox Barclays. Apparently gonna be there too. They said DX, but they only showed uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels, and then they announced New Age Outlaws separate. So, But I'd be pumped to see X-Pac as well. I just want I no. I don't. I don't want anything to happen at Manhattan but Center. It's such a monumental moment when he pinned. Uh, when one, two, three, kid pinned uh, Razor Ramon. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's one of the big staples at the Manhattan Center. Yeah, and actually today marks the uh, anniversary of the very first episode of Monday Night Raw. Oh, whoop de do. Today, today is the twenty-fifth year of Monday Night Raw. So I think that's glorious. Really cool. Yeah. But that was our show. You could uh, take us home tonight. I'll take you home. Uh, you can go to www.markingout.com, uh, facebook.com slash markingout, twitter.com slash markingout. No Instagram, so don't uh, l- try looking us over there. Uh, you can uh, catch all our episodes on iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher Radio. Check us out there, prowrestlingtees.com slash out. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Chris Dog, Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161, Dave on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. We will be you, back YouTube? next week. Did you say YouTube? Uh, yeah, maybe YouTube. YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. Look uh, for YouTube. things, maybe? Yeah, maybe this week. Maybe I'll try to get it done this oh, week. Oh, don't, don't tease me, man. I know. I'm going to get a text with Brandon tomorrow. So, uh, you said maybe this week. <laughs> You said maybe this week, but uh, we'll be back next week. Um, I think I might be back next week, right? Maybe. Lord, Lord I, I hope so. Lord, you hope so? Yeah. Why? Well, What's I, wrong with Dave? I, I don't want to do a, a show myself. I'll do a show myself. Not that there's anything wrong with the show. I'll do it myself. Yourself. No, I like doing the show. 
It's the only thing I, I wake up for in the morning. <laughs> but uh, we'll talk about the uh, fallout from mixed uh, martial art challenge. I, it's I, it's very I... difficult to say. It really is. It's very mixed. It's... Max, the mixed max challenge. Mixed match uh, challenge. Mixed match challenge. Don't... Like you can't say it four times in a row. Even you can't say five times in a row. Three times in a row. Uh, going uh, forward to the Royal Rumble, we'll talk about what's going on that weekend at the Royal Rumble. And uh, for myself and Brandon, we wish you the <laughs> best of luck in your endeavors and have a good week.